We want people to know what it means to have an excellent quality of life. It's about feeling comfortable within your own neighborhoods and your own communities. And we want to put things in place to make sure that that happens. Hello, and welcome to the Beaumont Beat video podcast, where we move with the heartbeat of the city of Beaumont. I'm Laura Monitz, broadcasting from the executive office in Beaumont City Hall. We hope you had a great holiday break and are ready to kick 2024 into high gear. Thank you for continuing to tune in because we have lots of fun stuff planned for the Beaumont Beat this year. On today's episode, we have our very first guest back with us, Kenneth R. Williams, City Manager, to share what's happening in the upcoming year. Before Mr. Williams will share about his first full year here, what we can look forward to in 2024, how the city is balancing being fiscally responsible while planning for the future, and a topic that many of you are wanting more information about, plans for downtown, we have a few announcements and questions. So, my question to you, are you taking advantage of all the free offerings around the city to help with your resolutions? If self-improvement and spending more time with your family are on your bucket list, did you know your city library card gives you access to more than just books? You can check out over 200,000 audio and ebooks, learning backpacks for family game nights and crafts, and even learn a new language with the Mango app. Visit any of our four library locations to get started or apply for our card digitally on our website. If getting outdoors and spending more time in nature is one of your 2024 goals, head to Cattail Marsh, which has free weekly yoga classes, kids crafts and programs, and hike and bike trails. You can see all the schedules and learn more on visitbeaumonttx.com. The Lakeside Center is another free, awesome community center for residents that offers weekly classes in arts, fitness, and technology. Geared towards seniors, all citizens are welcome to participate. How cool is that? All right, Mr. City Manager, you just heard a lot of quality of life programs we have here. What are some of them that you're most excited about? Oh, well, I'm excited about a lot of quality of life issues here. You know, that was one of my goals in coming to Beaumont was to do things to improve the quality of life here. And one of the main ways we're able to implement that is by budgeting for different items to include in quality of life. We want to make sure Beaumont's a safe place for people to live, so we put more dollars into public safety and police department, EMS departments to provide the care and safety that, that they need. We put dollars in the infrastructure, which is a big part of quality of life with sidewalks. Uh, we're looking at a major improvement in our sidewalk system to make it more pedestrian friendly, where people want to walk and ride their bicycles. We're looking at a parks master plan for this budget year. So we're looking at it comprehensively to where we can improve the quality of life for the entire city. Last year was your first full year as a city manager. What are some of the things you're most proud of accomplishing? Uh, yeah, first full year in Beaumont, for you sure. made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been a great year. We've accomplished a lot. Uh, we had a heavy agenda. We had a heavy agenda with city council. And first, we wanted to look at was our plans for the city. We wanted to provide a roadmap uh, for not only this council and this city manager, but for people coming in to, for the future. So we completed a new strategic plan out there. We're working on an e economic development plan. We budgeted for the parks master plan and uh, a downtown plan. So we wanted to make sure we had the plans in place to provide that uh, roadmap for the future. We took an initiative to the on the ballot with the citizens for a charter amendments. And so we were able to get four key charter amendments passed uh, by the voters. We were able to do beautification projects. We 
I did something to where we split our parks and recreation into a beautification division. And they're doing great work and beautifying our city and getting the medians in great shape. So we were able to achieve a lot of things in a year, more than most cities do in, in that time period. So we're proud of that. The people are very excited about the fruit trees and some of these new playgrounds that are going up. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised how much uh, agreement we've gotten on the fruit trees. We're getting a lot of feedback, and so that's a positive thing. And I, and I give uh, the credit to our beautification and recreation department. It's been great. Planning, as you mentioned, was a major focus of this year. How will all these different plans help prepare us for the future? There's a saying that failing to plan is planning to fail. What gets measured gets done. And if we don't have these things identified and what we want to do, uh, it makes it harder to uh, achieve goals in the future, achieve things in the future, because there is a lack of uh, clarity on where these ideas came from and, and you know, what's supposed, who's supposed to complete them and carry them out. And these plans identify all those components. People can see from the strategic plan and the community investment plan that our major focus areas are quality of life, infrastructure, and public safety right now. Mm -hmm. Can you give us some things to look forward to in 2024 in those different buckets and how you balance the different themes of importance? Well, in the city, first of all, while we look at things and look at different plans, uh, you have to take care of the basics first, you know, the basics of public safety, infrastructure and those type of things, and we wanted to make sure that that's being done. But we didn't neglect our basic infrastructure items, you know, the, the, the meat and potatoes, to make sure that our streets are drivable, or roads are drivable, make sure our water system's operating properly and we don't have uh, instances of discolored water or distasteful water, make sure our sewer systems uh, is operating properly. Uh, so. We've put, placed millions of dollars into the, to our infrastructure. So we, we, we're looking at new projects like downtown projects, like new hotels, but we have not uh, forgotten to make sure that we take care of the basics of infrastructure to make sure our water system's safe and sanitary, to make sure that our roads are drivable to, to ride on and our sewer system doesn't create problems for our citizens. Absolutely. I think people don't necessarily realize that we always have public works projects in, in the pipeline and they can check on our website which ones are happening now, which are in the future, which are coming soon. So there is a method to the madness of how we prioritize <laughs> those kind of water sewer issues that people are always maybe. Yeah, and the and, and so city of Beaumont puts millions of dollars into every budget every year for those projects too. And what are some of the quality of life stuff we're excited about? Parks master plan comes to mind first of all. You know, parks are important to everyone. Since I've gotten here, it seems like I've gotten as much feedback on parks and parks projects as anything. Uh, city Council in last year's budget put 1.4 million in for new parks projects uh, to enhance our park system. We want people to know what it means to have an excellent quality of life. Uh, it's an actual thing. It's this thing you experience. Uh, you, it's about feeling comfortable within your own neighborhoods and your own communities. And we want to put things in place to make sure that that happens. It becomes, it becomes more of a thought and a feeling than a thing that you see. And uh, we want to make sure that Beaumont experiences that.
Awesome. So speaking of quality of life, we have two things that we need from you, the citizens, to help us with. At the State of the City, we unveiled a new website, Beaumont Vision 2035, which is where we'll be providing updates on all the exciting projects that are part of the downtown plan. But we can't do it without you. We want your input. You can submit ideas of what you want to see downtown and vote in support of other ideas you like. You can also listen to our stakeholder videos voicing support for why they are in favor of the project and take our pledge to say that you are a believer too. The second thing we need for you is to show up and tell us your thoughts. Join us on February 13th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Event Center downtown for the very first public meeting of the proposed downtown hotel and convention center project. You'll be able to hear from the consultants, share your ideas, and make your thoughts heard. And as always, you can stream the Beaumont Beat on multiple platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. Please subscribe to our channel, like this episode, share this podcast so others can join in on the fun too. If you're just tuning in now, we're chatting with City Manager, Mr. Kenneth R. Williams, and he's about to share more details about our exciting downtown plans. Mr. Williams, how do you see the role of revitalizing downtown as essential to the future of our city? Revitalizing downtown is a priority with the citizens of Beaumont. It's one of the things that I've heard about uh, as I've spoken and, and chatted with the stakeholders of the city. It's, it's key. There was a time when the downtown Beaumont was the grandest area of the city. And there are people who want to see that again. They know the possibilities uh, that can happen there. Uh, you know, there downtowns in general around the country, they went through a period of, well, they got less attention. You know, there was a, this time period of malls and things and people forgot about downtowns. But now downtowns have become a focus again. So it's incumbent on us to be able to revitalize downtown. And you know, we can do that when looking at retail development down there. They've always had retail development, but uh, now it's imperative we get more, but now also residential development is key. You know, what comes first, the retail or the residential? It's, it's important to have people living in a downtown area where they can live, work, and play, where they can walk to work, where they can walk to a store uh, to, to buy needed food, etc. So revitalization is important. And Beaumont, our downtown's main focus is around government. We have a city government here. We have state government downtown. We have the county government downtown. Of course, we have Exxon. Uh, but during the evenings, people leave. So there's not as many people. During the day, it's very vibrant. So we've got to do some things and come up with some ideas about getting people here 24 hours of the day, et cetera. And that's what we're looking at. That's why we're looking at a possible hotel convention center to where people, when they come to Beaumont, they will spend time in our place. That's why we're looking at the riverfront park development. And that work's being done as we speak to revitalize the riverfront park embankment, et cetera. So it's key to the future of Beaumont and we have some really great resources to use here, such as the river. We're excited about the possibilities and look forward to working with the re revitalization program. I would love to be able to walk to work and walk to the river. That sounds like a dream. So would I. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We can be neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the recent creation of the TERS was one of the vital steps to funding some of these important projects. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is, what it stands for, and how it would impact citizens? Yeah, it's something new for Beaumont. Well, I actually say new. It hasn't been done in some time period. There, had, there was a TERS in Beaumont some years ago. Uh, very few people remember. But it's a, a TERS is a tax increment reinvestment zone, whereby you take a portion of the improved tax values, tax value revenue, and put it toward uh, infrastructure, uh, providing for the payment of new infrastructure in that area, but not only that area, some, you can use it to do it over the entire city uh, at times. So what say that you have $1,000 worth of uh, uh, appraised value on your property, and during the next 2025, it's reappraised at 1100 say 1100 Whatever percentage that we put into the terrorists, whether it's 50% or 56%, if it's 50%, $50 of that improved 100 will go into the terrorists to what we can use to improve our streets or improve our water system even, or, or to put, uh, do drainage work or whatever, even build buildings if you like. So it's a great way to finance uh, uh, to create revenue for, for new infrastructure without creating a burden on our taxpayers. So this, this is able to do it through just natural incremental increases in our appraised values uh, and, and not uh, have to demand something on our taxpayers. We've seen a few articles questioning the city's financial state. Can you reassure the citizens that we are planning for the future in a fiscally responsible manner? Yeah, fiscal responsibility was another one of my goals upon coming to Beaumont, and it's been one wherever I've been a, a city manager. Uh, it's based upon principles that I live by myself. I want to make sure that we are, are in a sound financial state. Uh, Beaumont's uh, in a good position. We passed a tax rate this year that's the lowest that it's been in seven years, this tax rate. So we're being fiscally responsible. We have a improved appraised values in the city of, uh, you know, also the, the amount of appraised dollars is over $10 billion for the city of Beaumont. So we are in a sound financial state. Now, there are always challenges in a budget, in the budget process, and, and, and Beaumont's been, well, you know, sometimes misfortune creates fortune. And when Beaumont went through the misfortune of the Ameldos and, and the Harveys and et cetera, there were dollars, dollars um, put into the city of Beaumont through a couple of ways. One, we were able to get large amount of dollars from FEMA, et cetera, for projects, you know, like what we're using to, for Riverfront Project. You know, the FEMA dollars, they, they put that, inject that into communities. You know, we had people coming and staying in our hotels and filling them up, and uh, which was more hot tax dollars. And, and fortunately and unfortunately, now we haven't had those major events to happen to inject dollars into our budget, you know. And so now it's basically we back to where we would normally be, if that makes any sense. So it, it peaked, and that's the only thing about the peak, and then it comes back to where it should be, so it seems like, okay, we are in a dire situation, or we are in a fiscal um, challenge, uh, for sure. But we're okay the city. Our fund balance requirement for the city of Beaumont is just 20% of our general fund. 
as we speak here today, we, our fund balance is currently approximately 23.5%. So we're above what's required for our reserves and fund balance. And, and my goal as a city manager to have that as a minimum and have city council pass a policy that that, that minimum fund balance is at least 25%, uh, which is a number that a lot of cities operate with. So we want to create that more. Now we're doing some things too to work with this budget uh, to create more savings. Um, uh, we're having our department directors uh, get monthly printouts to mo closely monitor their expenditures and revenues to make sure that we are staying within budget. And matter of fact, whatever we're doing to be able to have dollars, save dollars to put into next year's 2025 uh, projected budget. And then preparing for that 2025 projected budget, we're going to go to a, a, a zero-based budgeting system where now uh, our city uh, directors get a set amount of dollars. You got it last year, you get it this year, and then you go forward, we'll add what you want new. Zero-based budget is basically you, you have to prove up all your expenditures from zero. You don't get a set amount anymore. You just, okay, let's start here at zero. Whatever you're getting, if you're getting new equipment or people, how many people, you've got to put it on, on, on paper or computer nowadays and uh, prove it up. And then it's approved by staff and then it's approved by city council. So we are closely looking at uh, what we're doing as a city. We're working to achieve savings, but we want to do things to create more revenue. We're putting in some policies too to create more revenue. Again, not raise taxes. The tax rate is lower as it's been in I know seven years. I, I hadn't been able to look back f further than that uh, to do that. But we, you know, things like it, uh, make sure that whatever we're charging is for a bill is correct. You know, just doing some things with water and water utilities and et cetera to make sure that we are, are in a sound financial position. Anything else you want the citizens to know about 2024, this past year, anything? We're going to have a position on the police chief coming up, and that's going to be a big one. We want, we're going to want feedback from the community, uh, from all aspects of the community, and of course, you know, city council and staff as we do that, and then the police department itself. So that's a big one for us. And it's a time of change in the department for the police department. And we want them to make sure that they know that they're in a good place, we're all in a good place, and we just look forward to this being an opportunity. And of course, we thank Chief Singletary for what he's done. He's been awesome for the city of Beaumont, but he's been in law enforcement 53 years and, and uh, has offered the stability to the Beaumont Police Department that many departments around the country have not had. So I commend him for that. It's made my job much easier, and we thank him for his service. I think he's earned some time with those grandkids. <laughs> oh, for sure, and golf. And golf. Go. He's, he's quite the golfer. Okay. Uh, I did not know that. He beats me on a regular basis, so uh, I'm sure he'll have more time to improve his golf game. Thank you again for being with us. Uh, it was great having you back on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's been quite the pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you again. One cool thing we wanted to share before ending the podcast. Edible fruit trees were planted around the parks around the city as an innovative way to combat food deserts. 
Peach trees were planted at Rogers Park. Fig trees were planted at Charlton Pollard. Pear trees were planted in Sprott Park as a way to bring pears back to the pear orchard neighborhood. And soon, citrus trees will be planted at Klein Park with the hopes of adding seasonal vegetables in the spring. Stay on the lookout for more information about this awesome initiative. And thank you to our viewers for tuning in to the Beaumont Beat, where we move with the heartbeat of the city. Drop a comment wherever you're listening or watching to let us know what topics you'd like to see in the future. I'm your host, Lauren Monitz, and we'll see you in our next episode about Beaumont celebrating Black History Month. Thank you.